0: And now, Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris I am Kamala Harris, my pronouns are she and her I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit This has been Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris
1: Stu does America normally we don't do more than maybe one veep thoughts per week uh, just so you don't get too bored of them but like that one was just too insane we had to do it veepthoughts.com is where you can see it again and see all There's like 30 of them up there now uh, at veepthoughts.com. BlazeTV.com slash Stu is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Uh, You want to check that out because tonight Glenn's got a really good special on about climate emergency and what is going on in Sri Lanka. We'll talk to uh, Jason Buttrell about that here in a little bit, and we'll bust on him for his Power Hour failures. Vox Media, dealing with failures of their own. We'll take a few minutes to celebrate and tell you that maybe there actually is a recession about to come down the chute, but we start by doing Mega Millions. Now, why would we start today's show talking about the lottery? Well, there's a lot going on. In fact, uh, no one won the Mega Millions lottery, and now the maximum jackpot is up to $1.02 billion. $1.02 billion in the lottery. It is a a lot of money. That is a lot of money money. And if you are anywhere in the United States, pretty much you can play Mega Millions. There's a few exceptions. The map is here. Uh, you see there's about five states. You know, Alabama and Utah, you know, kind of bright red states. Maybe they don't necessarily uh, get on board for the gambling thing. Hawaii, I mean, what do you need a lottery in Hawaii? You're already in Hawaii, so why would you need that? Alaska, you definitely should have the lottery in Alaska. That's unacceptable. What else are you going to do? It's really cold there. It's Alaska. You should have it. But Nevada? Nevada (laughs) doesn't have access to the Mega Millions lottery? Are they? They just have a a just ideological moral objection to gambling. Perhaps you can hire a hooker to go across state lines to buy a ticket for you if you happen to be in Nevada right now. The lottery gets beat up a lot. And I'm not I'm not uh, opposed to gambling. I'm uh, occasionally some have said only when in the state of Nevada. Of course, I've partaken in some forms of gambling here and there. I kind of like it. It kind of brings me a little burst of enjoyment. And is it a tax on dumb people? Sure. Am I one of those dumb people sometimes? Yeah. And I don't necessarily mind that. I kind of like it. I think it's kind of fun. It is weird, though, that government is basically taking money from desperate people a couple times a week. And this is not exactly a good investment. I don't know if people are aware of that. Uh, Now, I don't have a problem... With a lottery that takes a bunch of money from dumb people like myself and someone, some rich CEO goes off and profit about uh, off of it. I don't necessarily have a problem with that concept, but that's not really what's going on here. What I do have a problem with, though, is lying constantly about how much money you're giving away because you are not giving away one point zero two billion dollars. That is not what's going on here. Okay? It's just like the government to to lie to you. That's what they do all the time. And when they say, hey, uh, $1.02 billion, you should get involved in it, I hear the same thing from everybody. I don't normally play the lottery, but it's a billion dollars. It's incredible. Is it a billion dollars, though? Is it really? Because, of course, when you look at the fine print, we see this. This is on the website. The next estimated jackpot, $1.02 billion. The cash option. 602.5 602.5 million 602.5 Why on earth are they saying it's a billion dollars if it's really 602.5 million dollars what's what's the alternative they have the cash option which I thought was kind of what you did with the lottery. Do they pay you in trinkets? No, there's a bunch of different ways that they do this. They give you the annuity option, for example. The Mega Millions annuity is paid out as one immediate payment followed by 29 annual payments Each payment is 5% bigger than the previous one. This helps protect the winner's lifestyle and purchasing power in periods of inflation. For a typical jackpot payout of $100 million, the initial payment would be about $1.5 million and future annual uh, payments would grow to about $6.2 million. And then of course, if it's bigger, it's more. If it's less, then it's less. So for this particular jackpot, you'd have a first year payment of $15 million and then they, by the end of it, in year 30, you'd have $62 million coming to you. Each payment would be a little bit bigger, uh, and you'd get one every year. And that kind of sounds like it could make sense. We know what happens to lottery winners often. They wind up, uh, you know, homeless within like two years. That's usually what seems to go on. Now, of course, almost no one takes that option. Almost no one takes it. And there's a reason for that. But there is the cash option as well, where they just tell you you're going to win a billion dollars and then they just say, well, we'll give you the lower option instead. Cash option, a one-time lump sum payment that is equal to the cash in the mega millions jackpot prize pool. In this case, 602.5 million dollars. Now, this says quite a bit about the government and what they think is coming down the road because they are saying to you, Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of inflation. Uh, In fact, we're going to give you uh, way more, $400 million more if you just let us pay you later. Will we have a government at that point? Who knows? Will there be a United States of America in the year uh, 2050, 2060, 2070? Eh, Who knows? But if you're dumb enough to trust us with your money for all that time, we promise to pay you out. I mean, what is $62 million going to even be worth in 30 years? It's going to be worth like 18 cents. You're not even going to be able to get a sandwich for $62 million at the rate. If Joe Biden somehow remains president all that time, I don't even think you'd have 18 cents left. Now, it's kind of amazing that they're going to not only, say you get a billion dollars, but then they're only gonna give you $600 million if you take the cash payout, and then they're going to tax you on the $600 million. So you don't even get the $600 million, you have to pay taxes to the government who is the same group of people who are actually providing the game for you. Does this make any sense? Now, CNBC broke this down a little bit earlier in the cycle when when the the prize was only only $830 million, so this is like last week. But for the $830 million jackpot, the cash option, which most winners choose, is $487.9 million. A mandatory 24% tax withholding on that amount would reduce your winnings by about $117 million. However, Because the top federal marginal tax rate is 37%, which applies to income over $539,000, and you'd pretty much clear that one pretty easily with this whole entire thing going on, um, you could expect uh, to... Uh, owe more at tax time. Yeah, you're going to owe a lot more. If you had no reduction in income, another 13% or another $63.4 million would be due to the IRS. That's $180 million in all. That would reduce the windfall to $307 million. Remember, we started at $830 million. Now there could also be state taxes as well, and if you happen to be in a city like New York, you'd have to deal with that as well. This is just like false advertising. They're telling you you're going to get 830 million, and you're probably going to get more like 300 or 250. And uh, I don't know. Would any other product be able to give these sort of headline claims and not get in trouble? The government goes after companies all the time for minor misstatements in advertisements, yet. The lottery gets to do this crap all the time. Now, Bitcoin, you know, geez, look at them. They go down, you know, Bitcoin goes down for a couple of months and the government is like gathering in dark, cloudy, smoke-filled rooms to shut the thing down. And the same people who are complaining about that are running the lottery. This would never fly if it was not government controlled. It's absurd that you get $600 million less then advertise, and, and of course, the truth is at the end of the day, no one complains when you win because you say, "Hey, I mean, I just won three hundred million dollars. What am I going to do? Complain about that?" And that's the trick, because it seems like every single person who wins the lottery. loses uh, their life in some crazy way. They always ruin it in some way. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you should think about taking the long-term payout. Maybe that will work out better. I I don't know. It doesn't seem uh, to to, to do that, unfortunately. It doesn't always work out. Um, I will remind you of the family uh, that won the lottery years ago from a trailer park, which... It's kind of a typical story. I think they won $13 million, and they had the option to take the cash amount or get the payments over, I think at that time, it was 20 years. They took the 20-year payout, it didn't work out so well. Their story is sort of the quintessential trailer trash wins lottery story. They got the money, they moved to Vegas, they lived in a penthouse for a year, then they moved back, I think it was to Florida, and they bought a new double wide trailer on a dirt road with like a detached garage full of sports cars. They got on Oprah, they had all the family infighting you'd expect, they sell off uh, their yearly guaranteed income, of course, to get money up front, which is not going to be a good investment. Then they commit uh, alleged tax fraud by claiming they had huge losses. So they, you know, get back a bunch of money from taxes. Then the husband died. The wife winds up going back to the same place they started in an abandoned trailer with no electricity or heat a few miles away from where it started. It's like the typical, typical story. You're probably better off losing the lottery than winning it. So if you do win it, just make sure to send the winnings to me, and I'll make sure that you don't have any of that money to create all of those problems. Look, the truth is, I have no problem with the lottery in principle. If you wanna throw a few bucks in at a one in a zillion chance to be rich, who might to stop you? Go for it, it's the American way, I love it. But why is the government involved in this? There is no need for the government to be running a gambling business to bilk degenerate gamblers out of their money so that they can waste it on paying teachers to school our kids in the nuance of critical race theory. And for all the talk about fiscal responsibility that we hear all the time from our our lovely government officials, the government knows exactly what you and I know that inflation is not only here but it's going to be here for a really long time. And it's coming so fast that they will pay you $400 million for you to delay payment for a few years because they know that the dollar isn't going to be worth squat by then. So I say, take the cash up front. Even if it is, uh, you know, only a few hundred million bucks after taxes, who can live on that? At the very least, you should be able to fill your car up with Joe Biden premium for at least a couple weeks. Ah, oh, Chamonix. Yes, Chamonix is the best in skincare. One of the things I love about Chamonix is it's the easy gift. You know, if you have to give a gift to someone, They're going to love Chamonix every single time. I give this gift out often because when you have Chamonix, someone gets it, they open it up, they're like, oh my gosh, this stuff's incredible. Uh, We have all sorts of listeners who are writing in all the time saying how much they love GenuCell. They love receiving it as gifts. If you happen to be someone who cares about your skin, or if you happen to be someone who wants a good present and doesn't know what the heck to buy, GenuCell has sold over a million products to women and men across the country and everyone falls in love with their results. Fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, sagging jawline, even those annoying bags and puffiness are gone without risky procedures, and with Genucel's immediate effects, guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. So there's no risk here. So see the difference for yourself. 65% 65% off their most popular packages at GenuCell.com. Order the GenuCell most popular package and save an extra 10% at checkout. GenuCell.com stew is the place to go. You can be sure to enter the code stew at checkout for an extra special discount. Order today and get their summer essential, the Dark Spot Corrector, absolutely free. Go to GenuCell.com stew. GenuCell.com stew. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash stew. I want to bring in Jason Buttrill. He's a head writer and researcher for Glenn Beck. You guys have a big special coming up tonight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're going to get into this in a second. I want to start with something totally different, though. You did not show up for the Power Hour <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago. The first one you have not attended. Yeah. And we would have loved to have had you. Um, one of, the, uh, one of the, th- the little known facts about Power Hours. is I've never actually watched one of them. I can't, I can't watch it. You can't I, watch Chad I can't throw up again? No, I can't. <laughs> I just can't, I can't do it myself. So they pulled a clip of something that happened on Power that I have not seen and I'm very nervous about, but it was apparently about you. Watch a not quick in memoriam no. really here, by control. the way, yeah. to uh, Jason situation. Buttrell. I lost control about Do you guys chocolate. know Jason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sending it to Jason. Uh, he, he wins as often as the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, which is. All right. Almost all right. never. All but right. I for the second back, right. but it's been 25 years. They suck. It has been. Yeah. So he, uh, wow. by okay. the way, uh, in memoriam, uh, Jason Buttrell could not make it today, and for that, we say thank you. Oh! oh. oh. We should just say one more thing before we leave. Screw you, Jason Buttrell. Jason Buttrell is dead to me! Oh! Jason, more like Jason. Everybody screw you! Such disrespect. I, uh, I'm oh so sorry gosh. about that. I don't really remember any of it. That looks about 45 minutes into the power hour or something yeah. like that, wasn't you it? You could tell. It was you messy time. We were getting... <laughs> that was a mess. So anyway, you can go back and watch that. Studospowerhour.com. I think we'll get you there. It's the biggest one we've ever had. And I don't know what that means. I mean, I think you need to bring the, the heat on the next one if, if, well, if we can survive for another. It makes total
0: sense. It's like... OK, so I won't use the I won't use the Cowboys anymore, even though it's a perfect example. <laughs> I, mean, I liked it. Um, but uh, like the, the the Patriots, who wanted to see the Patriots go to the Super Bowl again? We didn't, uh, care, we didn't root for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's I, true. the first couple of times. Oh, yeah, it was great, interesting. Whatever, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then after like the 80th Super Bowl, they won. Mm-hmm. We were just like, I'm not watching that thing. Right. Very similar in my case. Right. There you go. And I knew this for your <laughs> viewers. I was doing it for you and for them. Well, it's like three times. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, I, plus, I'm just running out of room for the trophy on my shelf. It's we should like, also
1: take this time to remind people who have not seen a power hour. There is no such thing as winning a power hour. Jason has just convinced himself he wins the power hour. Every in time.
0: My retort is the standards just aren't published. Really. Oh, okay. But everyone knows. Everyone, everyone knows. watching knows. <laughs> All
1: right. So thank you so much for that. And yeah. I, well, we will see you, of course, next time to see if you can reclaim your title. I, I don't even know who has it now, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> Uh, let me go to something a little, a tad more serious than Power Hour. And this is never a good thing. If you happen to be <clears throat> watching American television in Sri Lanka, for some, somehow you're watching that, and all of a sudden someone like me brings up Sri Lanka. You know, your country is in deep crap because we (laughs) never will talk about you unless things are going horribly, which they are right now. What is what is going on? Because I'm fascinated about this, not only from just the fact that governments are being overthrown, but also from the the factor of there is real uh, economic stuff that affects us in the future. And uh, environmental stuff uh, there that could affect us in the future. Can you kind of walk us through this? K- Sri Lanka is interesting because it, it really is a case study
0: on what we're seeing all over the world, including in this country. Um, there's there's several facts that you just do not do right. <laughs> um, you don't screw with the money supply. Mm. You're going to have money problems, mm-hmm. right? But we do that all over the place. We print money. We do modern monetary theory we screw up the money supply, okay? mm-hmm. so that's one of them. The other thing is you don't screw with your food supply because mm-hmm. <laughs> people go hungry and die. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. Um, another thing is you don't mess, you don't radically change your power grid, um, how you produce energy and what's even allowed to be produced people are going to get cold, and they're going to freeze to death. Mm-hmm. Um, or like in Texas, you know, you're know, you going to have True. a heat stroke or spontaneously combust True. when you walk outside. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that happened to me on the way in. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, um, you don't do those three things, but that is, it is this on YouTube? Yes. Uh, that is the amazing do-over uh, in a <laughs> nutshell, right? <laughs> um, that's what these people are, are, are advocating, to specifically do those three things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll come after us and say, well, you're climate deniers, you know, and, you, you know, you, you're against science and technology and going to No, we're not like most of us, I think, agree that we'll move beyond fossil fuels at some point, at some point when the technology is ready. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. It just takes a while. But they want it now. Mm-hmm. Right. They just want to happen now. Screw if it's ready or not. They want it right now. They know these things.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, and this is what they did in Sri Lanka. For example, they got rid of, uh, of the fertilizer that everyone uses, and they went all organic across the entire country, screwed up their full food supply. Messed with the food supply. People went hungry. Yep. Uh, the money supply. They were the, they're the only country on Earth that has admitted they're doing modern monetary theory. And now their entire... Bankrupt. Mon- either bankrupt As per the their country. prime minister... Bankrupt. That's incredible. And they've yeah. been fooling with the energy as well. Th- these are not uh, moves you should make, but they are the moves that are recommended constantly by people like people like, you know, that are proposing a Green New Deal. This is what they wanted to do here. They attempted it. Little experiment over in Sri Lanka and the entire place has collapsed.
0: Yeah. And they, t- and they did it. in. And this is an interesting timeline. They started this roughly around the start of 2018. Hmm. So it took them four years, (laughs) four years. And they're I mean, they were publishing articles on the uh, World Economic Forum website. I believe we can still say the World Economic Forum. Yes. Um, It was published on their website by their prime minister. This is how we'll make Sri Lanka rich, quote unquote, by I think 2025 or whatever. Um, and they were hailing all these things that they were about to start doing: screwing with the money supply, screwing with the you know food supply, and you know and and the uh, energy. They were they were saying these are the reasons why it's going to work. It's the same crap you hear from Joe Biden. It's the same crap you hear from any other progressive ruler that's used the same catchphrase, "Build Back Better." Mm-hmm. No, that's not Joe Biden's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same from all of them. They're like, oh, we're going to create jobs. How many times has Biden said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, all these wind and solar jobs I'm going to create is going to be awesome. No, it didn't work out. It didn't work out there. Uh, as I said, they're bankrupt. The, the latest video that I that I saw, and we're going to show this um, on Glenn's show tonight, mm-hmm. is they're now it's gotten so bad they're having to ration gas. So what they did was, because they're smart, they created a nice little QR code on your phone. So you show up, and you can imagine the chaos, and it's in, in some of these videos, where people are showing up trying to get this stupid Q, uh, QR code to work so they can fuel up their vehicles and get to work or get to wherever they're going. It's causing chaos. Mm. Now imagine, because their food supply is screwed up, the same thing for food, which they haven't started yet. But you can only imagine where this could lead to next. Right. They're going to have to ration food. Is that? Are they going to? I mean, there's chaos at the pump when you can't get gas. Imagine a bread line where you're trying to show a QR code and you just want
1: to feed your dang family. Mm. This that, is where these things lead to. Yeah. Uh, luckily, Sri Lanka has such great internet. I'm sure the QR codes are not a problem. Oh yeah, perfectly fine. That's a mention that any person who wants to take your ration can just get a hold of your QR code and that's gonna be a major problem as well. I I think it's fascinating to look at this because part of me wonders often when things like the Green New Deal and yes, The Great Reset, I think we're allowed to uh, say that. I mean, Glenn wrote a book titled The Great Reset, so if we can't say it, he's gonna have a hard time selling more books. (laughs) Um, But like the amazing do-over that you described, Part of me thinks like this is an attempt to get control. It's an attempt to uh, to do lots of different things other than the economy working. But they put they they said this with Sri Lanka. They said this timeline was this short. They said it would be working by now, and now it's totally failed. Do they actually believe this stuff will work, or is this like Hmm. some other larger scheme?
0: This is no. I do not think they actually. I I think they hope to God someone will bail them out. Uh, They hope that something will cover up uh, the things that are going wrong so they get to their end state. Um, I'll tell you, uh, let me get to their end state in a second, but just an example of hope someone will cover their butts. Mm. Take Joe Biden embarrassing himself to the Saudis, uh, what was that, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, why would you shut down oil production and make it hard to, to uh, produce oil in the country and then go to another country and say, hey, could you pull the difference? It
1: makes no sense.
0: It makes no sense if you're really concerned about the environment, that makes zero sense. Um, it's because, no, uh, the end state for them is not a cleaner environment where we're all eating organic food. They don't give a crap about organic food. All they give a crap about is who they're strong arming that's producing that. So they, can, they they don't care about the farmer. They care about the farm. They don't care about organic food or or, or what they're farming. They care about owning what they produce, mm. controlling what they produce. It's the same with energy. There's a very, very specific, uh, you know, formula from, from, from you know, uh, when they're pulling this off. They always screw with the farmers. They always screw with uh, energy uh, producers. They screw with the people that, it, all, of course, all in the name of the environment, but they screw with the industries that they have less control over or they don't have total control over. They want total control. That is the end state. Not what that, not, you know, the the virtues of, of, you know, of clean energy or organic food. It's owning that industry. That is the end
1: state. Mm. And we should point out that the, the the one of the articles, at least that you talked about on the World Economic Forum website about Sri Lanka and all the success it was going to have, they just deleted it. When? When they delete it? I mean, hours after we
0: put it on radio on mm, your show. Really? Yep. I didn't know. Over- hours, I, just hours after that. That's incredible. Which
1: obviously, which has confirmed a suspicion for me. Klaus is a pretty big fan. He is a big fan. Big fan. He is a big fan. That's true. Um, let me go uh, to a little bit more what you're going to be talking about uh, tonight with Glenn. Uh, This national climate emergency, I'm fascinated about this sort of politically because in a time where you're spending $4 a gallon on gas, It's a bizarre moment to try to force climate through. Uh, There's just late breaking reports that Joe Manchin, uh, as I've always said, Joe Manchin will not save you. He is now coming. He's come along. He's come up with a deal where he can sign on for a climate uh, situation where they only need 50 votes. I I mean, I told you this was going to happen and I, I still think it will. We'll see if it falls through yet again. But. They're trying to push together some sort of climate agenda in the middle of everybody paying more and more and more and more and more for gas and electricity. It just seems like a terrible moment politically to do this. Are they going to really try to do this national climate emergency? Oh, I, th- I absolutely think they
0: are. I-, I was expecting it last week um, and then he ended up giving like, what was it, how many billions of dollars for air conditioning right. in July? <laughs> That was a major news flash. I did not know we could have heat waves in July. I know, it's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. It is crazy. Uh, Yeah, that's wild. Um, but
1: um sorry. What was your question again? Uh, talking about the national climate emergency.
0: Oh, yeah. So. So. So, yeah, they did that last week. And I expected it then. But then I saw right after he did that. I think it was his one of his climate advisors or economic advisors. Mm-hmm. I think it was his climate. They're all the same people. That's the same people. She said that, you know, this was a shot across the bow. This is not a direct quote, but shot across the bow to Congress showing that he is willing to to use his executive power to get this done if they don't get it done. Mm. So basically what I, what I saw from that is, and especially to people like Manchin, is if they don't start doing the things that he wants to do, he's just going to do it. So, yeah, I do think it's going to happen. And when this happens, you need to get your go bags ready because it's going to get
1: crazy. Well, what does it mean? What what happens if there's a national climate emergency? Is this a way for them to direct funds around, uh, grab control of certain things? What happens if this goes on?
0: So, yes and yes. Um, I just read a a paper, and this is going to be in Glenn's show tonight, um, from a Yale um, climate uh, or environmental... (laughs) Law something, something, you know, some made up title, but he teaches at Yale, so it must be official. Um, But he was so this is interesting. He was actually reacting to Trump's national emergency on the border. Mm. And I mean, I and I think a bunch of us were pretty against that. Yes, because I think we specifically cited what could they do on the climate for this. We use that specifically. But he did the same thing. And he was like, look, a big step is going to be if the Supreme Court does not shoot it down. And then if the Supreme Court doesn't shoot it down, this is our go light. This is our green light to get this done. And he said, this is what the things. And I'm, I'm thinking if, if there's a, um, oh, it wasn't a yell. It was, uh, he was at Berkeley. Sorry, okay. he was at Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, if there's an environmental law professor at Berkeley that's already mapped this out, you can almost bet the farm that Biden, his people are looking at the exact same thing. Yeah. But some of the things that he showed was um, there's restrictions and and these are all the all these things open up once national emergency happens. One of them was um, uh, a a finance and sanctioning uh, emergency powers act Mm. to where they can actually go after legally uh, companies and countries that traffic whatever they say is harmful for global catastrophe, which would be climate change. Um, mm. Which makes me wonder, are they going to be hauling off Exxon executives to jail. Mm. I mean, things like that. Um, There was another one that uh, allows the transportation secretary to do certain things like limit travel, limit certain vehicles um, from going certain places or operating at all.
1: Well, he won't be able to do that because he'll be on maternity leave. He'll be on maternity (laughs) leave. So so his assistant, (laughs) his assistant's assistant will be doing all this stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But I mean, a, a lot of scary things that you would never would have thought that would be done in the United States of America suddenly become very open in the United States of America. And things that you wouldn't expect even to see, like maybe unless a third world war or something like that. But they'll be directing these things in the name of climate change. Mm. It'll get very, very crazy very, very soon. And it'll be exactly the things that, look, they, they can do these things in Sri Lanka. They don't need a, to declare a national climate right. emergency. These they can it. just do them, mm-hmm. like ban fertilizer. Yep. These are the types of things that lead to national suicide. Remember, it took them four years. We're, we're already screwed after two years. Record inflation, which, again, happened over there before things went bankrupt. Um, Food shortages. We're already experiencing shortages, all that stuff. It's been two years. Mm. Record uh, fuel prices. We're already seeing that. Think of the next two years under a national climate emergency with these new powers opened up.
1: Scary. Yeah, the Jonah Goldberg uh, book title comes to mind, Suicide of the West. Mm. We seem to be in the middle of doing it right now. Jason Buttrell, head writer and researcher here for uh, Glenn Beck. All this, all these documents and stuff are going to be on the show tonight. You yep. don't miss this. This is a big one, uh, and it's going on, of course. You can always watch on Blaze TV blazetv.com slash Stu. Promo code is Stu. Jason, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. You know, years ago, Glenn Beck designated this a real estate agent emergency, and he implemented his plan. It was a big... Uh, big plan. Uh, Lots of things going on. And Glenn created a company called realestateagentsitrust.com. If you go to that particular website, you will be able to get the best real estate agent in your area. Why don't we screen our real estate agents? We just don't do it. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's a weird hole in the market. We kind of just look for somebody in an ad or we click the name that's under the house that we see on Zillow. And we go to town thinking that's the best possible option. That's not the right way to do this. This is your biggest financial transaction. You might as well have uh, an entire system behind you that help you screen through the best agents in your area, the people with the best records, the people with the best reputations, the people that can relate to you. A lot of them are fans of this show, and you're going to love dealing with them. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find these people. You give them a little bit of information, they'll walk you through the entire process. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Well, inflation is here, and it seems to be here to stay, so the Fed is freaking out about it, as you might be as well. In fact, now they have jacked up the basis, the, uh, the um, interest rates now by 75 basis points, so three-quarters of a point, basically, uh, for the second time uh, in, a, in two months. This was something they've never done before, uh, two months in a row. And uh, pretty, uh, pretty. I mean, honestly, something that you would not have conceived possible. Really, uh, I mean, for the past decade or more, and this was something that you know economists thought was gone. I mean, there was a lot of people on the left who said this was never going to happen again. Inflation is sort of a, an ar- archaic uh, thing; it's not going to come back. Then we heard the transitory pitch after hearing it's never going to happen and it's not happening, we promise. Then it was the transitory thing. Then it was, uh, well, it's here for a little while, but it's going to go away. Now it's going up so fast that they have to do something. So they're jacking up the prices uh, to borrow money. And that means that fewer people will borrow money. They'll borrow less money when they borrow. They will buy less things. That will cool the economy, in theory. And we'll have this perfect soft landing like a feather. Boop. Bo-doop, 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 and then we will just land perfectly uh, at the uh, well, probably at the bottom of a ditch somewhere. But in theory, we'll have a soft landing. We'll see if that's true. It's uh, it's not something they've been able to do before, <laughs> you know. But maybe they will this time. We also have such a competent administration. I can't see why you wouldn't be confident in it. I mean, everything they're doing so far is working out well, right, guys? Uh, they're also trying to negotiate with the Russians, and of course, that's going to go. Really, really well. We have offered a trade, and the proposal is uh, Brittany Greiner and Paul we- uh, Paul Whelan. Is, that's his name, right? Is it uh, yeah, Paul Whelan? Uh, two uh, people who are basically prisoners being held over there uh, in Russia, and we are offering up a, a guy named Victor Bout. He's a uh, convicted Russian arms trafficker. So uh, now we also get back a sixth-round pick in 2026. <laughs> and cash considerations Uh, and a player to be named later we should point out as well. I mean, look, obviously, you know, Whelan was supposed to come back uh, when the last guy uh, came back. That was, he was supposed to be part of that deal. Didn't wind up happening. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They, do they want him back? Sure they do. And I think, you know, they do want him back. Uh, Griner is obviously the big prize here because everyone wants, it's bad P- PR for this to be going on. Brittany Griner is a mildly famous person here in the United States and very famous, I suppose with people on the left who say they really care about the WNBA, just never seem to be able to make it to any of their games. <laughs> it's a totally empty arena, but they love that Brittany Griner. Don't you worry about it. I do hope this, uh, this happens. I'd like to get these guys back uh, in, in a big way. The trading part of it is kind of negotiating with terroristy for me, Uh, so that's a little weird, but uh, I'd love to get them back. Uh, The the cost might be a little high, uh, but again, who knows? And we have a very special episode of Everything Is Racist.
0: Everything is racist. Every thought you have is a KKK dream. Everything is racist.
1: Of just yes, you might not know this, but everything in the world is racist, including murder hornets. Now, you might think, how is murder hornets anything to do with racism? And that's a it's a good question if you asked it before six months ago. Now everything is racist. So you better know that, of course, murder hornets are racist. And the reason these murder hornets are racist is their other name. They're not actually called Murder Hornets. That's just kind of like their slang name. Their actual name is the, uh, where is it? Asian Giant Hornet, an Asian Giant Hornet. And of course, the usage of Asian in the name, this is a quote of a pest insect can unintentionally bolster anti-Asian sentiment, especially amid a rise in hate crimes and discrimination against people of Asian descent, which is certainly a top five dumbest thing I've ever read on the air. No one thinks Asian people are at fault for murder hornets. Literally no one thinks that. But now we're going to be changing the name to Northern Giant Hornet, which now targets me. I'm, I, I was born in New York. I grew up in Connecticut. I'm from the north, and now I'm being targeted. Now people are going to start hating northern people because of the northern Asian giant murder and I don't know what any of that means, other than it means everything is racist.
0: Everything is racist. Every thought you have is a KKK dream. Everything is racist. White supremacy is extreme.
1: you might say, hey, aren't you America's only conservative vegetarian? And yeah, I am. I don't know why. I know it's a weird thing. But how do you know, how does someone like me know anything about moink box? Well, I will tell you this. I've had moink box uh, meats in our home many, many times. And I've seen my family's eyes light up when they dig in to something from moink box. Now, when you order through moink, uh, you're talking about knowing where your meat comes from. A small family farm all across the country uh, and when, when I say across the country, I mean like this country. I know it's crazy, but yes, that can still happen. And it means you're helping save family farms and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Moink farmers uh, farm like uh, the, old, the old school days, you know. Uh, as a result, their meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. I don't eat meat myself, uh, but my family does and they love the best stuff from Moink. The Moink difference is that you can get a, you know, a, a big you know, a great delivery of the best meats from across America, and it comes right to your door. It's pretty awesome. Get, uh, keep America farming by going to moink, do, moinkbox.com/stew. Moinkbox.com/stew. Listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever you will ever have. Plus, uh, you know, all you got to do is sign up, and you'll get it. It's a great deal. Moinkbox.com/stew. M-O-I-N-K. Box.com. Slash stew. It's moikbox.com/stew. That was a time not all that long ago, I suppose, that you could go on the internets and see all sorts of articles from the left and honestly the right too, saying how the blaze was about to collapse. And those worked out really well. Many of the sites that wrote about that don't even exist anymore. And here we are on Blaze TV. Well shockingly, a lot of those sites have gone through massive layoffs and, uh, and such over the years, including Vox, which laid off 50 people in 2018, then 9% of their staff uh, in 2020, and another 3% in 2021, and uh, actually, that was, 20, that was earlier this year. Geez, now they're laying off 39 more people. Uh, sad, but true. And here's the thing. What's interesting about this one is it's definitely not a recession. Sure, a lot of companies are laying people off. The people who are telling you it's not a recession are laying people off. But those that doesn't prove anything. And by the way, there are some places that are still hiring. Places like News Nation, which is something that exists. Who knew? I guess it's a Dan Abrams thing. I don't know much about it, honestly. But uh, they are giving Chris Cuomo a job and now... I will have to watch it (laughs) just to give you more. Chris Cuomo is worse material. We have a Chris Cuomo is worse mug, and of course shirt to go along with your Andrew Cuomo is awful gear, Uh, but Chris Cuomo is worse, and uh, he's gonna try to prove it to you on News Nation apparently. Uh, Now he did a big comeback interview in which he just came on and blatantly lied constantly, which is just what he does. He can't get through any, any public speaking without lying. He said he did not help his brother, which, I mean, it's all over. It's, it's, there's text after text after text of him doing this. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of proof. We've gone over it 100 times on this show. Uh, he is now lying and saying, allegedly, lying and saying that he uh, did not do this. And he's saying he didn't even do the sexual harassment stuff. That he, he wrote an email to the woman and saying he apologized for it, for grabbing her butt in the middle of a friggin' party in front of her husband. He apologized to her in an email. He's like, I didn't do that now. It wasn't sexual. I mean, look, we've all grabbed some random woman's butt in a non-sexual manner in front of her husband. I mean, everybody's done it, right? Right? Have, have you done it? Because if you have, you should, you should probably stop doing that. And I don't know. Has Chris Cuomo stopped the grab ass? I don't know. Probably not. But I will tell you, Andrew Cuomo is Awful.com and Chris Cuomo is Worse.com. Get those things up at StuDoesMerch.com as well. And we have a lot of great merch uh, up there. But if you remember last year, we released a limited supply of Let's Go Brandon socks from The Blaze. They were comfortable, stylish, and, of course, hilarious. Well, you uh, wanted more. And so now you have more. There are two new sock packages, stylish drink covers as well to keep your beverages cool. If you can't decide which one to get, well, this is America. You get them both, obviously. We'll throw in a free bonus set of socks and an additional set of drink covers with a discount off the full purchase. If you want to go big, be a Blaze TV subscriber, of course. Uh, you, you're going to sweeten the pot there. If you use the promo code STEWSOCKS, you'll get 20% off your entire purchase. The code is only available to subscribers, so if you're not one, I don't know, freaking subscribe. How are you not subscribed by now? you got to subscribe. BlazeTV.com uh, slash stew is the place to go to subscribe. And if you use the promo code STEWSOCKS, you'll save uh, off your uh, uh, Blaze TV subscription and get 20% off these limited edition socks. Don't miss it! Time to go shopping. BlazeSocks.com. Scope out the socks. Get a pair or two for your dad, a grad, yourself, whoever that is. BlazeSocks.com. The promo code is StuSocks. Make sure to take a moment and review the show, if you would, on podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. Make sure to share it as well. We do very much appreciate that when you do it. Five stars plus the best show ever, love, the Stu Show. Thank you so much, five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Also, we're on YouTube, you can check out the show every single day, we put it up on YouTube for you. Make it easy for you. I mean, we'd love you for you to subscribe to Blaze TV, but if you're not, check it out on YouTube, we love that as well, click like. If you're watching it on YouTube, click like right now before I say something that pisses you off. Uh, this comes in, I sure did miss this stupid show. I hope Stu had a wonderful vacation, or plastic surgery, or whatever. Welcome back, thank you so much. Both, of course, uh, happened. Uh, the Reagan piece. This is where, I'm right before vacation, I think you'll like that show if you go back. The Reagan piece struck a nerve. Good president. One we could use now. That's the biggest understatement in this particular program. Eating a crunchy, climate-friendly bug should be the reward for losing the snapping alligator game at the next Power Hour. Do it for the environment stew. Mmm, so crunchy and so delicious. Uh, David writes, Stew, welcome back from your worldwide bathhouse vacation tour. Of course, that was a big part of it. Uh, <laughs> I hope you are able to get the monkey pox under control soon. I think I've got a few weeks before that's going to happen. And uh, we talked about Janet Yellen earlier this week. Janet Yellen looks remarkably like that Underwood deviled ham kid from those 1970s commercials. I think they're the same guy. I will say I was not familiar with the Underwood deviled ham kid but when you look at the Underwood deviled ham kid, uh, side by side here with Janet Yellen, you do see, I mean, a lot of resemblance. Is it possible they are the same person? I would say the answer to that is, of course, yes. BlazeTV.com slash Stu is the place to go <laughs> to subscribe to Blaise TV. Make sure you don't miss uh, the Glenn special tonight. He's going into the Biden climate emergency and all those documents we talked about with Jason are going to be on the show. He'll kind of give you all the evidence to back up those claims. We're not just making this stuff up. This is we are in crazy freaking times right now. And Glenn will cover all that on his special tonight about the climate and the craziness going on there. We will see you tomorrow uh, and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful evening.